When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the Marvel Stuff Podcast, where like we do every week, guys, we're going to talk about what was better, the invention of the wheel or sliced bread. They both get thrown around a lot as if they were big deals, but you know where I come down in this argument. I'm very passionate about it, and we're excited to delve into it. I just like I get that they're very important inventions to society, but the wheel just seems so much more practical. You know, sliced bread's a one-time deal. We're like, they no longer have to eat loaves of bread, so that's good, but it doesn't help anyone drive a car. Yeah, you're right. It does seem less impactful. Yeah, less impactful, less diverse. You know, it's not quite multiple. It can't do multiple things on the field. You know, it's not It's not Deshaun Jackson. Out there. I get it. Um, Deshaun Jackson, that was your poll? You know, pa- Debo pa- Samuel. It's a, little more. it's a little more modern, a little better. Yep, I just couldn't pull it. I couldn't pull it in the moment. Michael Vick, and I maybe? failed everybody. Not just sounds a fine one. It's just you're right. Debo would have been a better. Uh, yeah. Man, we changed subject three times. Let's talk Miss Marvel. Yeah, Miss <laughs> Marvel. It's just obviously what Marvel stuff's all about. I'm coach, and of course, with me as always, hey Josh Kennedy from Facebook. I love that guy. Yeah, let's jump right into it. Uh, the show that everyone loves but nobody watches. I feel like is the consensus of the internet. At this yeah, point in time, no one's watching, man. And I mean, it it sucks, but I'm not that surprised. That's that's all I'm going to say about it. It's like there's a lot of things that are contributing to it not yeah, getting yep. the viewership. We've talked about it probably every episode at this point. At this point, yes, we we're have. just accepting it. Yep. It's, just, it's just not getting watched. It is what it is. We're going to move on. Who cares? Uh, we still watch it. We still like it. And for my money, I don't know about you, this is the best episode yet. Um, yeah, for sure. I think uh, the last episode was pretty good, but this one, a lot more fun. Uh, the chase sequence, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, felt a little like, more extended than it needed to be, but that's classic. They always the are. Ch- oh, my God. I could, I literally could do a podcast that's just about me complaining about car chases and why they're just always longer than they should be. Even like the good ones, like from the you know the new Batman, just like, God, just, could you have been... Two minutes shorter. You could have you know skipped I mean? to the explosion and just took out Penguin. That's really um, all you needed to do. But overall, I'm usually the one who fades. Once the show starts getting a little more action and stuff, usually you'll hear me fade and be like, nope, I liked it better at the beginning with the setup. But not this case. I thought this was a really cool, well-executed episode. It maintained all the stuff it was doing. A little bit of cutesy teenage stuff. A little bit of... A little bit of intrigue, a lot of culture and showing off. Some, but still bringing in very Marvel uh, stuff. Just Yeah, very uh, Brotherhood-esque society here. In, uh, if you're an Assassin's Creed fan, we kind of got something similar to that in this episode, which was fun. Yeah, as we uh, as we brought this episode, the first question that comes to mind that I would be curious, not only with you, but for everybody listening, I want to know the aspect that most speaks to you about the show. Is it the getting to see the culture? Is it getting to know her as a character? Is it the now Marvel kind of stuff with the secret society and the action and their powers? What part of this show 
are you kind of latching on to? For me, it's the culture stuff, man. I've talked about it in previous episodes. It's just completely new to me. Uh, I haven't experienced other shows or movies that really delve into it as much as this one. And it's uh, it's refreshing to get a new point of view and putting it in the Marvel Universe just makes it cooler. Though me and my wife also just uh, finished rewatch. Uh, she'd never seen Jessica Jones before. Mm. And technically those are in the same universe now. And it just it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> those two shows are not similar now not even a little bit yeah it's weird that, but you know it's, it is what hey, it is you gotta have you know range anyway so it's fine it's just, just thought that was a funny it little side note it is uh yeah when i think about it i guess i asked because my initial thought i think anyone watching and knowing me would think i would say either the culture stuff or the kind of teenage sort of drama stuff which is what i was most excited about but i found myself really intrigued by the Marvel kind of powers and hints. I didn't think I would be, but I was really on board for this Red Daggers thing. I oh, really yeah, like too. her powers. Um, so I've, I'm kind of just really intrigued to how this connects to the greater Marvel universe in a way that I didn't think I would be. Um, so I was surprised by that. And I'm, I'm excited for it. And we're going to, we're going to break down the episode and, and talk about why. And maybe we'll, yeah, just because I'm most excited about the culture does not mean I'm definitely not really oh, yeah. intrigued by the secret society. No, it's not how it works, Josh. If you choose something over something else, everyone that, on the internet knows the other thing is the worst thing that ever existed. Yeah, uh, that's, it's, that's how it that's goes. It's a fact. It's just the truth. If you like episode four Star Wars more than episode five, it means you think episode five garbage. And it goes the yeah. same for every topic in the world. So I appreciate you trying to be you know down the middle, but it's just not the way it works. You obviously you hate one, not the other. That's and I hate Pakistani people, apparently, is what. Uh, yeah, that's really what Hopefully you're that's not. Nah, that's that's real. I was trying to trust. I was trying to reverse rant myself uh, into being canceled. That's kind of what I was going for there. Uh, okay. Yeah. So probably, you know, stuck the landing there. At the end. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. Well, that's the really the way I was trying to draw it up. Uh, let's move on because obviously I do love that stuff. But let's jump right in. I think my first note. Well, my first note was that, man, classic. The mom being the rebel. I think the episode starts with just. The mom talking to the grandma about this and that. And you're just like, mm, yep. Every yeah. time there's like an oppressive mom, she used to be a rebel. Classic cool mom. Like she's not cool anymore, but she definitely was at one point. And yeah, it, it happens all the time. But it was fun to see in this one. Not, a not any different, but let's do it. Why not? Um, the They get to, to Karachi and it's uh, super, it's super culture shock for sure. Um, it didn't yep. seem too much for Kamala, which is surprising because I, mean, I don't think she'd ever it been there. It said she had been there before. Oh, it did? Yes, oh, okay. because she knew the dog and she met her cousin. Like last time when she saw her cousin, he was much shorter. And they made that classic family banter thing where they've seen each other, but very rarely. That makes things make a lot more sense. In my head, yeah. they had come to America and seen her. Um, but you're right, yeah, it makes more I sense. She didn't seem culture shocked as much as I was watching everything. Her wardrobe, on the other hand, was a culture shock for her. But I think it's because as you get older, I mean, you start picking your own outfits. I imagine the last time they went, a lot of it came from the mom. So that makes some sense. It's a little surprising that they're still doubling down on the showing the culture off. I feel like a lot of shows would have done it the first two episodes and then at best sprinkled it in. Tapered but I felt off, like yeah. half of this episode was showing off the city. And maybe it's because they're in a new city and they're like, but it didn't seem that much different than what they were showing off in America. 
Although, yeah, well, maybe. No, I mean, it, it explored a different thing going on. It was cool. Like, it, it kind of gave you a glimpse of what uh, life is like in that country, or at least, you know, the TV show version of that. Classic market scene where they call yeah. it the mall, but it's a street market and all that good stuff. You know, it's not what we have here, but it's cool to see it on screen. Why not? You know, I always think, man, that'd be cool. But then I think, would it, though? Would it really be cool? Be cool for be like, like a couple annoying. days until like I've always thought that like the the idea of moving to a different country sounds great, but then you actually have to live in another country and you got to get a boring job in that country and be bored yeah, right. in jobs, your house. Job sucks no matter what. Yeah, uh, you're just you're just moving your life somewhere else. It's really not going to change your uh, <laughs> light like everything much. I like some of the stuff. One of the things I noticed right at the beginning because she makes a couple quips like. He says something about this support neighbor, you know, where all the poor people go. She's like, "Oh, like Florida, hardy har har." <laughs> she had a she had a few fun quips, and yeah. my mind immediately went, "You know, she's pretty Spider Man light." We're not there yet, but my favorite like couple lines, it, maybe not my favorite, but like the one that made me laugh. I was like, "She's like, where'd you learn to jump like that?" Ninja Turtles, and oh yeah, like, yeah. Where'd you learn this move? And she's Donkey Kong. I was like, "That's so good." Yeah, that's what I, references. Let's get it. I love it, and it, like it's I said, so it, to me, it felt like it's Spider-Man light. You know, it I mean, is. it's like it's not quite as charming as when Tom Holland does it, but few things are. You know what I mean? Well, that's the interesting thing is they're technically playing almost the same age of character, which doesn't yeah. make any sense because Tom Holland's twenty-five and she's actually like I think seventeen. Yeah, it is like what that. it is. It's fine. It's just you know she doesn't have the acting background that Tom Holland did, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. I think her being kind of a rookie in the game makes her that much more lovable and that much more like you buy that she's a super fan and just kind of living her life as a teenage girl because that's all she really knows how to do. Yeah, and it's always that like dichotomy of like, wouldn't you be taking this more seriously? It's like, I don't know. If you met teenagers, maybe they would just. I think if I was in that situation, I would definitely just still be quippy and a tool because what else? Yeah, you I mean, do, what you else are you gonna do exactly? I uh, I did think. Did you hear the line where he talks about ABCs? And he called it yeah. American yeah. Born Confused. I, American I Born Confused about, Desi. And I was like, well, what's the Desi for? I don't yeah. quite get the reference. But I was curious if it's the same ABCs as they talk about in uh, Shang-Chi. When Shang- he says, Shang-Chi. Oh, I, speak I think they were going for a similar joke. It just didn't land as good. I didn't quite get it. But I'll, you like, know. I speak the ABCs. Yeah, that's one of the best lines of Shang-Chi. <laughs> yeah. No, hey, no, I speak ABC. I did love it. Uh, yeah. But there's all stuff going on. Sadie looks cool. I like that there was some cool Marvel art even in like again, I say I say this all the time in all these Marvel shows, but it's my favorite part of the MCU now is that referencing the rest of the MCU, but not in like an obvious way. Well, just like the fact that the world is like embracing superheroes. Yeah. Literally in the exact same way that we embrace fake superheroes. Like we put up murals of Ant-Man because he's fake and cool. Well, they put joke- up murals of Ant-Man because he's real. Like there's this. jokes all over the internet right now that's comparing Ms. Marvel to the boys because of that reason specifically, <laughs> except the boys acknowledges what superheroes would probably actually be like if they're big celebrities. If you guys aren't watching that show, go check it out because it's fantastic. I mean, it's yeah. rated R, so, you know, be careful if you're younger, but it's the same idea, except, yeah, 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 yeah turn they're, they're the worst humans slash supers. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The truth is, it'd probably end up, you know, somewhere in the middle. There'd be some That's people true. who are cool, some would be tools, and it'd yep. be what it is. 
Um, but yeah, I like that. I always like it. It just makes me do that stuff. The train fight. First big action scene. Train fight. Assassin shows up. Still not quite sure what's going on there. I call senses. it a train station fight because as soon as you said train right. fight, I That's got right. confused. I was train like, when did they fight. fight on the train? <laughs> gotcha. Fight at the yes. train station. Um, it was an okay fight. I like the quips. The fight itself the, was like, okay, cool stuff. The quips. I mean, it showed that the Red Daggers have some experience in like hand-to-hand combat, but it's just like any other martial arts secret society that's ever been in anything ever. Yep, it is that. Uh, throwing knives, doing this. I like this idea that they just like keep, they can just like shatter her platform that she's creating with her little hard light as she runs around and that's like how they trip her up. Uh, that keeps happening. Except they don't actually. That's the funnier thing. Is like when she wants to catch it, she can't. She just has to focus yes. on that section, and it's it's hilarious that it keeps shattering because she's not like used to guarding her creations because she you know getting used to her power still. But I think it's cool. I think it makes it for interesting. Uh, the fight ends and how every cheesy romance fight ends. Her on top of him, except now she has like a hard light barrier between the two. But classic, they they land, they look at each other, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, I guess we're both attracted to each other, so I fight's love, over. I mean, it, it might seem a little bit, because she she's, has now three romantic interests. She's not interested in Ron Stoppable at all, but oh, now that's a third character. But that's exactly what teenagers do, and oh, what so teenagers, teenagers do in do. TV, exactly. Like, ooh, this one's here and available. I might as well talk to this person, because you don't owe anything to the other one. And, yeah, know, Classic high school nonsense. It's great. Love it. Especially when you're in a foreign country. Got to get it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm married, so I can't get it anymore. But that's true. XN's still cool. You know. Indeed. If I was a superhero, it would be a little different, but I doubt it. Uh, cool Hidden World, again. But the, we, we, you talked about it earlier. Where does it rank in your Cool Hidden World pantheon of the 19 secret societies that have now been established in the MCU? I like, I don't know where it, right, like, probably mid I like it a little bit more than most because it reminds me of, like I said, the Brotherhood or the Templars from the Assassin's Creed franchise. Like, they give off that kind of vibe where they have, uh, mm-hmm. like, the relics and stuff, and there's a little bit more going on there other than just being good at martial arts. They have an ultimate mission mm-hmm. that seems cool. So I'd rank it higher than a couple of them probably not the best secret society it's less annoying than hydra at this point i guess but yeah i just been around for a while i i just wonder how often do you think like the red daggers just kind of like run into you know how much how often did the red daggers run into like the 10 rings do you think these things happen do they run into each well, other does anyone ever cross over does the hand ever just like that'd be great on? if they explored that in like a funny one-off or something that'd be great just different secret societies accidentally crossing paths there's there's a hundred percent possible way you could do that. I'm sure there's a comic book that does exactly that. So if it comes to that, maybe they will. For the record, I did like this one. It, I mean, the only thing I didn't love is that it felt pretty empty. You know what I mean? There wasn't a lot of. Yeah, it gave us an intro, but not enough beyond that. But I mean, they went right into a chase scene, so I suppose we could yeah, see we that change. I like it better than most of the ones that are just like, oh. We're a secret club and everyone's just dancing and spending money, but we also fight and do crime at the same time. You know, like, mm. mm-hmm. does anyone just go to the club in this in the MCU? Does like anyone ever just like go down to the Bob and just have a beer, or is everybody, you know, in I don't this weird so. weird society? But I like it. It's cool. Whatever. Red Daggers is a cool name. At least that was kind of my first thought of it. That's a cool name. 
the Red Daggers. Yeah, I'm into it. Also, I just thought of a superhero that does just go to dive bars, and that's Daredevil and his friends in the Daredevil show. They go to the, oh man, I'm forgetting the name of the bartender, but they go there all the time, so that's funny. What a bunch of dumb. Before I lose my mind, my track of, ugh. Lose your mind and track of your Yes, use the track of my mind's lost scene set. We'll edit it out. It'll sound better uh, in post, obviously. I'm leaving it. I'll get it right. Um, <laughs> did you see, I didn't know this, but if you go back, not this episode, but the previous episode, when, uh, first off, that was definitely a Cree that was wearing the, the bangle. I, we didn't talk about it last episode, but I thought that was a cool little note. Like when, uh, Cree, a Cree. A Cree. Like oh, Cree. Oh, Cree. Like uh, the, I didn't, I mean, I saw blue skin. But I suppose if the the jinn don't have blue skin in Supernatural, the jinn have like blue yeah. tattoo type of thing. So in my head, it might have just yeah. Cree makes sense. I feel sense like that was definitely a Cree. I feel like. And secondly, did you notice that like while it was collapsing, that if you well while they were like zooming out, they were clearly standing on the ten rings. It was a the temple was a ten ring yep. temple. Sure didn't see so, that, but that's cool. It <laughs> makes me think this bangle is somehow connected. To the rings, which makes me think, well, I don't think I feel very confident everything is setting up for Secret Wars. Yeah. Oh, um, I mean, what we don't need to do it right now at the end because we didn't do news up the top. We've got pretty heavy rumors on a couple things, so we'll get to that at the end. But continuing no, on, we, we, no, we, we can we can take do it right in the middle. I mean, that's fine. I mean, because because it's connected Secret to Wars. this this note. It's right. exactly right. That's why that's why I went back and watched again. I was like, oh yeah, that's what they were hinting to about the rings sending out a signal. That's what this bangle is. That's why Kree was wearing it. Right. Uh, Secret Wars is coming, and it's coming hard. Yep. And, which means and, some characters we like might be around. Right. Uh, sounds like, and I don't know if it's 100% confirmed, but Andrew Garfield seems to have signed a multi-picture contract with the MCU, which yeah, surprises which is me because I figured he would be signing with Sony. So, hey. But then again, Tom Holland also said he wants to take a little bit of a break from acting. I don't think he'll get recast or anything, but no, you're right. It'll if he takes a couple be... movies off, you could throw Andrew Garfield in. That's fine. Yeah, that's the that's the convenience of, of a Secret Wars thing. But yeah, yeah, all this stuff, and Feige has said it. I mean, Thor is the end of this phase, which in a lot of ways, like... It's like the in-between phase, phase it, is how it feels anyway. Yeah, but in a lot of ways, like phase one of the MCU like didn't have anything to do with Thanos. True. Or really the Infinity Stones, and then they sort of retroactively did. Um, I think this is going to feel very similar. It seems like a couple little nods to what's going on in Secret Wars, and then it's going to go. It's going to go hard right after Thor. And I think this show is sort of setting little seeds for it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, back to the show. They're doing a lot of chasing stuff. Really, uh, it seems excessive for a little bit, but there are some cool action sequences. I like. It's funny that Kamala had to somehow like learn how to drive a stick shift in two seconds, and I promise you, she would have stalled at least. She would stalled times. it out, yeah. Like, well, yeah. she has to, like, no, you don't. You wouldn't just throw it in reverse on accident. You would like no, you would, just, you would stall because your boy tried to learn stick shift, and I'm terrible at it. So that's I'm a fact. Like, I'm pretty good at it, and it still it's it's it is, you can't just do it. Like if no one's there to tell you like what you're doing the first time, you have no idea. You're just, you're falling apart. But, Especially if you, like, crash an automatic like she did the first episode. Yeah, the, the parkour stuff was very Assassin's Creed, running through the cities, I thought was kind of cool. Uh, I like the way the cities looked. I like the buses, the way they were, like, all painted up and colored. I thought all that stuff looked cool. Yeah. Um, uh, the boss man, oh, shoot, he has a cool name, and then I just forgot it. But uh, 
he unfortunately dies real quick, which is kind of lame because he seems like the type of guy that could explain the Red Daggers a little better. And now he's gone. Yeah, that is. Well, that was my fear when I saw him. I was like, we like not going to see any more of the Red Daggers going forward. Maybe I bet we will. I bet the next episode she'll wake up and be like in the Red Devil Daggers headquarters. Yeah, yeah, it was he killed someone. He got killed. Maybe we'll see. The Psycho Jin families just happens to find them yet again. It's getting annoying. It's like, God, they're the worst. But I guess that is, that's exactly what would happen when she's the only way for them to get home. So I like the prison like, break scene a little bit. You know, I like not because I like the scene, but I like the idea of this weird Guantanamo Bay treating, you know, super powered prisoners like shit, which is exactly what we would do. Yeah, uh, they do that in like the Netflix Marvel shows. They call it the raft, where it's uh, that yep. similar high power thing. And then obviously, Civil War, they get you know put up in the supermax that Tony made and eventually get freed from. You know, so I believe um, they also call it the raft. I don't think it's supposed to be the same thing, but I think they call it the raft in Civil War. You know what? There's a lot of supermax prisons because there's a lot of super beings now. So just move along. But it is interesting. I think it's cool that they would. Uh, they bailed on their uh, son, grandson, whatever. They bailed on him real quick. They're like, dude, you betrayed us, so get bent. Yeah, they super suck. Um, Poor Cameron. They're not terribly interesting, the Jin. They, nope. ha- they don't really have a power. It just seems like they're powered. You know, they're strong, but. They have cool weapons. I feel like it'd be cooler if like their weapons lit up with some sort of magic or something. You know what I mean? Give us, give us something. Yeah. But. I could use a little bit more there. Uh, the I think maybe we will eventually because Kamala herself is a gin, so you know probably get developed more. But these ones kind of are lame and just they're lame. And, and and their their plan we kind of skipped over this. Their plan seems to be some sort of like we have a dimension, they have a dimension, uh, which is what we we try to explain. And hope hopefully this episode cleared up for anybody who didn't get it before. This is not a different multiverse, right? It's not like alternate versions of yourself in this mm-hmm. weird gen universe. It's another dimension that like is layered on top of ours. Picture it like I think it's I think it's similar to the dark dimension in the sense that it's just a, another place that you go within that universe. Yeah, which which is how I feel the same about Tylo, I think. I think it's like I think it's very similar to what Tylo is supposed to be. Uh, what is um, it? Uh, the main place for Carmitage. Yeah. Carmitage sort of a connection to those. So I think that was cool, but their plan seems to be like, well, once we get back with this bangle, we'll have the power to, I don't know, expand our dimension into your dimension. Why does every dimension want to take over the other dimensions? It seems like our dimension has no interest in taking over other dimensions. Are See, we just Well, lame? I think Are the we... main thing is we don't know there's other ones. <laughs> so we, if you're on top, then you don't realize that uh, people are coming. Maybe for that's you. it. Maybe we're just up where the ideal dimension. Everyone wants to be where we're at. But it's. It was explained well enough. I think it's cool, but it's sort of a lame basic motivation for the hero, the villains. But yeah, I mean, whatever. I think they're kind of lame. You need regardless. some sort of motivation. That's all to go. Uh, fight scene at the end of the chase. There was some cool stuff about the fight scene. I like how uh, Kamala and uh, Red Dagger Boy were kind of dope, like fighting together. Oh, I enjoyed yeah. that. Feet some sweet stuff. Got some good hair. I was I was pretty jealous of his dope man bun. I like the uh, yeah I did like that I liked once the the clothes kind of dropped and then like the reveal of the guy falling in front of uh, homeboy with right his ponytail yeah classic that was good. Imagery, but it looked cool he looked awesome like yeah I got 
how it's done right there. He looks intimidating. So some cool stuff there. Also, Bengal hits. It's a weird train. Um, yeah, do you mean Kamala got stabbed in the button of her bangle and that activated some weird train sequence? And yeah, uh, now she's in the past, it seems. It, it brought up a couple questions for me. Number one, do you think it's a, a vision or do you think she was like transported back in time? I think it's uh, I guess more it's likely a vision. a vision, but it'd be kind of cool if it threw her back in time. Yeah, my guess is it's some sort of vision. Well, if like i don't know maybe a combination of the two. maybe there's a way for her to be getting a vision but also be able to communicate with her grandmother while in the past yeah maybe maybe some sort of that maybe like your consciousness i don't know but yeah it'd be interesting number one I, we didn't even talk about it but i looked up what the the partition was okay we was wondering you haven't watched if you've been watching but you haven't wanted to look it up on your own uh the partition was when the british no longer wanted to own essentially India, I guess you well, Asia. That's yeah. that's essentially mm-hmm. they like the World War, they didn't have money anymore after World War II, so they were like deuces. They left, and then the whole country was like, hmm, half of us really like you know, Muslim, half are Hindu. They couldn't decide what to go on, so they like split the country down the middle and it's it, not it in. terribly dissimilar to what's going on in Hong Kong today. Really, I mean, because that was more like a almost seemed like an English capital in China, and now there's like disputes with that whole thing. Yeah, but it, it's been it's sort of, but it's also it'd be as if Hong Kong was fighting with itself instead of with a third party. Right. So the, the country was fighting with itself, and they decided, well, all right, we're gonna split the country right in half. But then everyone was like, you know, if you were a Muslim living on the the Hindu side, you're like, uh, well, what do I do? And you know, obviously, people treat each other like shit because that's what people do. A lot of people died. I think it was like something like 2 million people died and like 15 million people had to like up and leave. And that's what that train scene is showing was just, that's what would happen. People will just pile, pile, pile on these trains uh, so they could get, you know, either to the the country they were trying to get to, you know, they were trying to flee to maybe America, stuff like that. Um, all because British left and the country kind of got split. And it was a tough time. Apparently well, for a lot of people, it was... Got- a little backstory because I feel like most people that aren't history majors or anything like that probably haven't done the research themselves yet. So, bringing the facts to the Marvel stuff pod, good on you, Coach. Yeah, well, I think I think people. I mean, obviously, I think if you're you know if you're Muslim saint, you probably already know probably you like have, the show. Yeah, right. It's part of it's part of your culture that doesn't get showed off. Like I was reading about it and it was said, it's it's to you know a lot of Muslim people. The same as, you know, the Holocaust is to the Jews. A lot of people died. It was very terrible. A lot of people got treated terribly. But we in Western society never talk about it. It never gets talked about this big, terrible event that happened. So it's probably cool for them to, like, get a little recognition, see it. You know, it gets talked about on stuff like the Marvel Stuff podcast, which is really everybody's goal at this point in time, I think. Well, we do reach a surprising amount of countries, something like two, three hundred countries we've reached on this, uh, this whole podcast here. So, you know, if you if you know some more stuff, shoot us a message on Facebook or Instagram Absolutely, or yeah. leave us a five star rating on you Apple Podcasts what? and ask us some questions there. We would love to learn more. We're just a couple of white dudes from America. So always, you know always what open I would to love. learn more. I would love someone... Um, it was, you know, it doesn't have to be Muslim, but it would be cool if it was maybe a Muslim, you know, woman who's connected to the show, loves it. Come on, do a marvelous depth with us. 
We'll do a little interview, a little free flow talking. I'd love to yeah, hear from someone invite. who has a, a more personal connection to it because I think that's right. I mean, that's how you connect to shows is that's it. That's our whole point. Well, that's why podcast. we do. That's why we do marvelous steps. Those special episodes we do on occasion is to kind of get to know us, the hosts. Obviously, those movies we've all already seen and reviewed to exhaustion on occasion. But marvelous depths gives you an extra layer with your uh, with your good old hosts here, which is just this. I mean, for, and for a show like this, it's not a layer that we connect to. It's not a layer that we nope. we can get to. So if someone wants to, it'd be great. But back to it. I'm curious what it's going to show. Because it seems like the gins feel like they got left behind, which I know is, it's trying to parallel in the real partition where people kind of had to get left behind and things happened. But this train can't have, it can't have just been that the gins got left on the wrong side of the country. They feel like somehow. No, there's something else. She I... snuck away. She fought them off and fled. You know, I don't. We're going to find out in the next episode about the whole disagreement between uh, Great Grandma and the rest of the gin for sure. I mean, that's going to be. The the Great Grandma probably just found out. It's the penultimate episode next, right? So it kind of gives you the full context of what the uh, conflict truly is, and then we'll get to resolving it in the finale. Yeah, I got to imagine someone just told the grandma, like, hey. Are they going to pull off another CGI fight to end this series, though? Because I want to know. Yeah, somebody's going to get the second bangle. Um, you know what I mean? They're gonna have to fight, just, and then CGI the, fight. The series is gonna end with her with both bangles on, purple yep. sky beam. Yeah. So I'm still frustrated that Moon Knight cut the purple sky dream. It was in the trailer, they showed yep. it, mm-hmm. and then they cut it out just to spite me, just to spite me, spiting me. Speaking them. of things that got cut in the MCU, uh, Lena Headley uh, got cut from the new Thor movie, who was uh, known for playing Cersei Lannister. So that's uh kind of crazy. She got paid like something like seven million dollars and then they cut a roll anyway yeah it sounds about right i mean they got seven million dollars to spare what are they gonna oh do? no i just i think she's a great actress so i think uh her having a future in the mcu would be cool well now it's even more open this thor movie's gonna be wild by the way uh yeah guys, get ready get for thor week guys i mean we're gonna do one more episode we're actually uh probably right after this we're gonna record our special 100th episode of the marvel stuff podcast and uh, we'll post that up uh, Saturday, so tomorrow. And it's going to be fire. I hope you guys are pumped. We're going to talk about our favorite times here on the podcast. Yeah. Well, one of those times is going to... Well, none of those times will be Thor. But man, I'm excited for Thor week. Um, it'll oh, be very man. similar to Doctor Strange week. We're going to have a comic book review. We're going to do a Marvelous Depths. Uh, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna talk a little preview of the movie. Try not to give any spoilers away. You know, we know everything. We know everyone who's in the movie. Uh, we'll be the first person to tell you that. Chase How do you think I knew that Lena Headley stuff? I mean, it's not like I read it on the internet. I just no, knew. I just know. We all we know Kevin Feige specifically. So Wednesday, we're gonna come in. We're gonna tell you everything that's gonna happen in the movie. Um, to the exact T, and we're just gonna like we're probably gonna act it out. To be honest, we're we're true thespians in that way. So yeah, yeah, we got to get Noah on here. He's the experienced actor. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, we'll t- we'll tell him what we know. And we'll get going. And then obviously we'll get a couple. We'll do a spoiler-free review. We'll do a full. We'll do a full review. But yep. Yeah, Thor week will be awesome. It'll be super fun. So hopefully you guys join us for that. I know Miss Marvel hasn't been quite as exciting as everything else, but it has been just as good in my opinion. So don't be afraid. Make sure you come back. Tell your friends about it. Keep us having fun. And uh, next week, just have a blast. Have all kind, all the love and thunder you could possibly have. Just start mm-hmm. having it as soon as you hear me say this right now. It's your excuse to just take July 4th weekend and just love and thunder up on everybody as much as you can, as long as it's consensual, I think is uh-huh, uh-huh. my last yep, piece that's advice. Yep, good advice. There it is, then. That's all I got to say.
Deuces.